and we're live. Hey, we did it. Hey, how's hey, it going, we're here. Hey, yo, hi, hello, hello. How, how have hello. you guys? Oh, hi, hello. hello, hello, hi, hello. Exhausted. Tired. <laughs> yeah. What, what have you guys been up to? Learning a brand new job that I've never done before, so I'm fucking exhausted every day. Oh, yeah, how's that going? It's a job I've never done before, so I'm exhausted every day. <laughs> I don't you know. Fun? You uh... having fun at work? No. Of course I'm not having fun at if work. you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's bullshit. No. I was going to say, no, I'm very aware that work is always work at some point, even if you love it. Sure. So, it is what it is. What about you, John? Why are you tired this week? I don't know, man. I just I've had no energy today. I've I've I overslept by like two hours. Uh, went and did a couple things and immediately passed out for another two hours. I've just been I don't know if I'm fighting off something or what, but I'm just exhausted. Yeah, hopefully you're not sick. Jesus, that's terrifying these days. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I was just thinking, I, it, it's been a long time since I got sick for, you know, obvious reasons. I'm home all the time. And when I go out, mm. I have a mask on. So, like, maybe yeah. there's something to this mask wearing and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Or, like, like people pretty- actually washing their hands. Like, <laughs> it's, it's weird that it's like, it's probably if you want to fight COVID, it's you should probably bad. not be right near people. And you should probably, like, shower and brush your teeth. It's like, oh, really? So COVID spread because people are disgusting. Got it. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of COVID, though, I got my first vaccination. Hey. Play, play, the, play the sound effects, Paul. <laughs> yep, I'm half That's vaxxed. the vaccine sound effect. It was, uh, it was cool. We, um, at, uh, last week, uh, when was it? Um, like Thursday... We got an email saying, hey, our so we were on a bunch of lists for like, hey, can we volunteer somewhere? Because we were hearing that a lot of the times they have leftovers and volunteers kind of get first grabs. Sure. So we got an email from a volunteer th- thing um, in a in Sacramento, which is about an hour away from me, hour and a half um, saying, hey, we got 500 more doses than we expected. We need 26 more volunteers. And we, we responded immediately. And they said, yeah, we'll take you. So we had to wake up super early, drive there for like eight o'clock in the morning so we could start volunteering. And then even and like halfway through the shift, the person just one of the people in charge just came up to me and was like, hey, have you been vaccinated yet? And I was like, no. And they're like, hey, skip the line and and go get it done. Mm -hmm. So I got my first shot. I got Pfizer. So I have to go back in a couple weeks for shot number two. Same location. Same location. So we do have to drive out there. Um but I mean, that's a sweet turnaround. I know for in Canada, your guys's turnaround is like four months because you have yeah. so few. Um, yep. But it is uh, luckily I had uh, like no side effects. I, I know people who have had pretty uh, crazy side effects and whatnot. I had obviously a sore arm for the first day from the shot, but uh, no actual side effects. I also heard that the second shot typically gives you more side effects. So we'll have to see. Um. But it's pretty cool. crazy to think that like That's four exciting. weeks from now, I will be vaccinated fully, like 95 percent as, as good as it's going to get. Holy smokes. Yeah. What a what a weight off 
the shoulders that was. It was pretty exciting. The um, <laughs> the volunteer program was actually super cool because we 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 got how many they vaccinated just under twelve hundred people in four hours. They would uh, they would like line people up um, in or like you know in in seats I think seven or eight in like a row and then all the nurses would come up and they would say like go and they would do all of them at once and then the nurses would move to the next row it was super efficient you were probably in and out in like 20 minutes they said on average they vaccinated cool. someone every nine seconds Jesus. that, that That's we were cool. open yeah no it was a <clears throat> and it was like a super good cause it was for this like low income community in sacramento that i guess got hit the hardest in that city uh so it was like really cool to do and, and help out as well I really nice. didn't do much. I just basically like directed foot traffic. Like, hey, this table's open. Take your forms there. Um, my girlfriend was in like the welcoming community, so she like gave out the forms and waivers people had to sign and stuff like that. So, hell nice. yeah, vaccination. Where? What are you guys looking at for your for your uh, shots? I don't know. Clue. Ten years from now, probably when super COVID <clears throat> hits, and they only this one's just. They only just open it up to uh, people that have underlying conditions, like yesterday. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Have you tried? I know one of the early. Have you tried like do going like the BMI route? Because a lot of people qualify because they're a higher BMI than you would think. Um, and that at least I, down here that I can know, get you in earlier. So I know that there are. So friend of the show, Nathan. Previous, oh yeah, show. I, know I talked guy. to him yesterday. Actually, he's been um keeping tabs on it, and yeah, like apparently, if you call at the right place at the right time, like Rexall will give you one, or like you'll get you can get appointments or whatever. I, uh, I apparently he has one coming up soon, so okay, I don't know. I might look into it when I'm not exhausted <laughs> to see what I can find out. Because yeah, otherwise, who knows. The, like John was saying, like a day or two ago is when they opened it up to everybody with underlying conditions and not just old people. Right. Yeah, I know my mom who's uh, who's helping out. She, she uh, doing vaccines uh, like the injections. She's been able to get some of her like friends in at the ends of her shift because they have leftovers. Yeah. So she's like, if you can get here right now, we can get it done. Yeah. Um, so that's been pretty cool. Hey, at least you're not going through wave three like Ontario. That place sounds fucked. I don't yeah. know what they're well, doing. Well, we're, we're pretty, it's pretty close. bad here, though. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. <sighs> yeah. But, well, in, yeah. In brighter news, I've started Invincible, and that show is great. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you watched um, all four that are out now? Four, yeah, but. Uh, before we started here, I took a look and five is already out and I haven't watched that. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I was. Apparently. I mean, I'm planning to watch it tomorrow. I thought it came out Fridays, but yeah. I have not watched five either. So, um, yeah, Invincible, a lot of fun. Pretty crazy twist ending on that first episode, huh? Yeah, they've been uh, pacing it pretty good. They definitely like flew past where I stopped reading it years and years ago already. Oh, okay. But, like, I got I didn't get very far in, so it's been cool it's a cool show a lot of really great voices um, the animation that's the one thing that i'm not a huge fan of i think it's fine okay i i I wouldn't say it's great but i just don't it's fine yeah (laughs) 
but I do agree with you. The voice cast is crazy good. They got some huge crazy. names and stuff in there. So, um, and we should do a check in on uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I forgot that episode. I'm trying to remember what even happened the last episode. They break someone oh, out of prison. Yeah. That's a that was a weird episode. <laughs> there, I liked it. It was, was cool. Was it one. definitely moved the plot forward significantly. Um I just don't care <clears throat> about that show, honestly. Invincible oh, took up It's fine. Invincible took over. Like that's the show I care about now. I mean I watched them both on Fridays, so I got a pretty good Friday lineup of these days. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's it's almost done because there's only yep. six episodes of that one, which is which is crazy fast it seems. Um, but yeah. then we got Loki starting in like June a month. Yeah, okay, June a little over a month. Uh, did you watch the trailer for Loki? No, I know I'm gonna watch it, so I didn't bother. I typically don't, but that was a cool trailer. If if I gotta say so, uh, I pretty I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to to that show. Um, cool. But yeah, yeah. John, you looking forward yeah. to any shows? Not really. Uh, I, maybe Loki, but I don't know if I have to watch uh, WandaVision and Falcon to get caught up on that or not. I would Pro- doubt it. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, he he also like kind of exists out in space, so they're not even like on the same planet, I don't think. But who knows? All right, yeah, let's do the podcast. Oh, we don't know. Let's do the podcast. Top down perspective for April eighth. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And why don't you guys start and tell me about Pac-Man? Hot new title, Ugh. Pac-Man. Yeah, well, all right. he used to be called Puck Man, but they were afraid that oh. if you edited the side of the case, they would make I, it into Fuck Man. I, so. oh, I said the literally the exact yeah. same thing. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> you, you know, right, it's called so, Paku Paku Man. Yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> Pac Man '99 came out yesterday. It was a surprise announcement that was made the day before. Now. Yeah, and then just came out suddenly. Um. <clears throat> Mario died like so as much Pac-Man as the other two 99s. It's definitely way worse than the other two by a lot. For sure. So, this is the third game in the 99 series cuz Tetris 99 and Mario 35 they were done by Eureka. This is also done by Eureka. Uh this is Pac-Man, you're on a standard Pac-Man board. It's you know the original board versus uh, 98 other players. You got four ghosts. But there's also two trails of uh, little mini ghosts on the side that you can attach to other ghosts. Yeah, I haven't. And, I didn't play it myself. I just watched the trailer. It, I got yeah. some like championship edition vibes from like the eating it, the train and having the cool sound it, effects go off. It sure. takes it takes some things from uh, championship edition, mainly that, uh, and also like there's the yeah. corner grinding and stuff like that too. The sparks. <clears throat> yeah, and the, there's a weird mechanic that. Uh, so okay, there's a there's a lot to take in about this. I guess let's just start with the the core thing. It doesn't explain shit it, at all. Yeah, I feel like the other ones didn't explain like then you're the right. They didn't, but well. I feel the other, the other two were, were less complex. Yeah, okay. this one sure. seems more complex for some reason. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they just don't tell you. Like uh, you can corner through if you take a corner at the right time, you can just go through a ghost that would kill you. 
Okay, I didn't figure that out. I didn't. Yeah, I've done it that. twice by accident now. Okay. Uh, the game and the game, it's a mechanic because the the screen flashes, so it's, it knows that you've done that. Like a near miss to sort of thing or whatever. Yeah. Weird. Except you um, very clearly go through the ghost and you don't take the damage. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Apparently, apparently, I got found out today. All the instructions were on the Japanese website and just was never translated into English for some weird reason. I was actually reading them before we went live, so I actually know how this game works now. I didn't last night at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've slowly been piecing things together and it's getting a little yeah. better, but I still don't like the core part of it. Yeah. Uh, so versus the other two games, this one's a lot more luck based. Yeah, it's super both, RNG. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of a bummer because you play Pac-Man, but if you take one hit, you're immediately out, which you would expect because, you know, Pac-Man. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, when you kill ghosts, you send them to other people as well, like you would in Tetris 99 and Mario 35. But instead, they get they either get sent pack ghosts, which are uh, which will slow you down if they touch you. Or you get sent red pack ghosts once there's 50 or less players, which will kill you. Yeah. So it's just a regular ghost. No, it, no, no, it's just a red Pac-Man that chases you. Because it doesn't uh, fall under the same rules as if you get a power yeah. pellet, it stops in place, but it will still kill you. It blocks yeah. your path. It, okay. like, they'll block off your paths, and then it is their AI is designed to chase you directly. There's no weird, like, go around and do a couple weird turns. It is just lock on and find you. Yeah, uh, you can erase them by uh, grabbing the food item that resets the board for you, but uh, you don't know how many you have to eat so many regular pellets to make the food item appear. And for some reason, in the main mode, they don't show that, but they do in all the yeah. side modes. There's more than <clears throat> one mode. Yeah, so the free version just comes with Pac-Man 99. The paid version comes with CPU battle, score attack, blind time attack. And a bunch of uh, extra skins. <clears throat> and I'll give them this. The skins are actually really cool. If you like Namco arcade games, they're all pretty cool. Okay. At least there's that. Yeah. But uh, it's also pretty pricey. I think the bundle to get everything is 40 bucks Canadian, 30 US. That's all Sounds the right. extra modes and all the skins. And I think... Someone said last night in U.S. to get them all without the bundle was forty-five or fifty bucks, which means it's like sixty bucks here. But I mean, wow. why would you okay. buy them individually? You would just buy the pack, right? <clears throat> it might, might be for those who are like, I only want a couple games. I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll just get everything. Also, someone brings up a good point. There's no Miss Pac-Man skin for some weird reason. Hmm. Well, maybe there's going to be a Miss Pac-Man ninety-nine. Oh God, probably. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they uh, it's a uh, the the enemies that you send to other people will appear randomly on the map. There doesn't seem to be any set location to them. I don't know if it's based on where you kill the ghosts in your game or what. But you'll Can't routinely tell. be like dodging things, and then suddenly like a red Pac-Man will appear right in front of you, and you have no escape, and you're just doomed. It routinely you'll just get like RNG. Uh, I say RNG, but like you'll just get bad luck. And things yeah. will just there's an unwinnable state. It's very often you cannot get out of any certain situations. I've had a red Pac-Man spawn in the line I was going and just kill me. Like, yep. So why so. can't you just like turn around though? Because ghosts are you can. I'm saying like, like I'm saying like left. it can appear like ten pixels in front of you. Yeah, like, I'm saying like you could actually have like no reaction time to turn to get away. Yeah, there should be at least be like a real quick animation of like something's about to pop up here. You have one second to react. Uh, there is it's a fade weird. in, but some of the effects can cover that up. Oh, 
Huh. Weird. Yeah, and then obviously there's certain points where you just there's just too many things on the board and you can't even get to anything to stop them anyways, so uh it just it just feels so much more luck based compared to the other two, which is a bummer. Now it's still yeah. fun. And probably the best part about it is that it actually is, I think, the shortest of the Battle Royale games they've done so far. Yeah, uh, that's true. I, yeah, I timed getting a a win last night, and it took four minutes. Compared to Mario 35, which took 15 plus. And yeah. Tetris can, ta- can, can be anywhere. Yeah, true. So it definitely needs some tweaking. It feels it feels rushed in a way versus the other two, which is weird because the rumor has it that this was supposed to come out last year because it has all the 40th anniversary Pac-Man stuff in it, which I believe mm. was last year. But uh, interesting. But either way, it like it's out. If you like Pac-Man, it's fun. Uh, it just has a lot of things that it doesn't explain to you, which I recommend looking up. Like. There's a the bunch of buttons settings. that let that yeah they let you dictate like how you send enemies to the other players, yeah, and they don't tell you that by using these you change how long your power pellet works and stuff like that. Like it's there's a lot of like nuance that they just don't tell you and they just hope you'll figure out by messing around with it. I mean, it sounds like there's definitely more things <coughs> not telling you about, but I do still feel like this series is known for we're not going to tell you about like the hidden skill floor or ceiling. And you got to kind of figure it out from the YouTube video that a, a streamer makes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like there, it's not like a hidden like, oh, hey, like you can do like the Mario double jump with an item or something like that. It's literally like there are four buttons on screen that say standard train powerful well, the and trailer speed. explained those ones like I knew about those. But yeah, that should be in the game. Yeah. But that that's just it. They're, they're, like they don't say how it works. Otherwise, I guess that's just something I forgot from the trailer. I thought they explained the other one in the trailer, but yeah. Now the trailer mentions the face buttons and the right stick for like targeting. Yeah, the, the right stick. Does it targeting. tell them what they do? They does the trailer say what those buttons do? I believe so. Uh, I don't remember off the top because I watched it once a few days ago. But yeah, I'm pretty sure because it was like a lengthy trailer. Like it wasn't just like it was an like two ad. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was explaining stuff. So. They say speed makes you go faster. Oh, okay, because speed actually doubles your speed, but makes your attack output less. Oh, is that what it fucking does? Yeah. I don't think they go into complete detail of, like, everything that's going to happen. I think they just kind of give a real quick, this is what, like, this one means, this is what this one means. So, according to the manual... Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say you go for it. You're going to say what I was about to say, I'm pretty sure. Okay. According to the manual, faster doubles movement speed. Your attack outputs reduced by 75%. Train doubles every sleeping ghost you touch, but each one you touch also spawns a jammer pack for you. Uh, stronger ah. re- reduces power pellet time to three seconds, but allows for double jammer packs to be sent after consuming ghosts. Speed is also permanently reduced by one full level, and standard has no benefits or drawbacks associated with it. Permanently reduced by one level? Uh, apparently i don't even know how that works every time you pick one up <laughs> yeah because i'll switch in the middle of a train i'll switch to that mode like that's the thing yeah. i don't understand like do, can you switch in the middle and it's okay do you have to like eat the pellet bef- before you activate that mode even the japanese manual doesn't say anything about that i guess it's, it's shit like that like nothing tells you like eat all the regular pellets and if you do that like you'll get a permanent increase in your speed yeah like, weird little things like that 
Sounds like you got to do some research, put together a yeah. quick YouTube video and just rake in that ad revenue. Oh, that's been like done. I'm sure. enough to do. Yeah. Also, it's probably been done. Okay. Yeah, let me, yeah, let's probably. let's find it. How to play Pac-Man 99. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. No one's arguing. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. And helpful tips. Ooh. Look at this. The helpful tip is get good. They even got like a fancy thumbnail and everything. Oh. Oh, of course. Fancy. The thumbnail is key. It is actually really important. Stupid the list. best strategy is to change which power up you're using as needed speed is a pretty good default. Okay. I don't want to speak for John either, but like personally, Tetris has always been a hundred times better than Pac-Man, so like obviously that's going to be better. Like I was saying Pac-Man for me has always been like maybe a six on a good day, a seven. If like I'm really feeling it out of 10, like Tetris is always like a nine or a 10 out of 10. So of course, 99 was better. And Mario one is like an eight or a nine out of 10. So of course that's better. Like Pac-Man's just a lower quality game than those two in my opinion. So that's one of the main reasons why I didn't care as much for it. I mean, yeah, they got to try something else different. And I think, you know, it's hard to compare anything to Tetris. Tetris is almost a perfect game. Um, Totally. I think if I had the choice in front of me, I would play some Tetris. I might play Pac-Man before Mario 1, but I just don't really like Mario 1. But that's I would also know that Pac-Man, I'd be done with it pretty quick. So I'd be like, all right, I can play, you know, two screens of this. And then I'm I've got my Pac-Man fill. I'm good. Sure. Um, yeah. Arkanoid. Give me, where's Arkanoid 99? Yeah. Galaga 99. There's the Galaga. Some of the power ups that come down, do weird stuff to other people. Yeah. Arkanoid 99. Here we yeah. go. Now we're talking. Yeah, man. You think they'd call it Arkanoid 99 or Brick Break 99? Uh,. Mm. If it's Taito specific, it would be Arkanoid. I think that's a cooler name anyway. Shatter 99. Let's do it. Mm. Yeah, that'd be weird. Oh, yeah, I finally played Shatter, by the way, thanks to you talking about it last (laughs) week. What do you think? It's fun. Yep. That soundtrack. Soundtrack's pretty good. We played it on stream, so. Oh, nice. Way to go. Uh, Yeah, each stage gets a new song, and they just, they're so good, man. That's such a good song. Uh, all yeah. right, uh, John, that's all you've been playing? Yeah, pretty much. I played a little bit more uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's I'm, it's one of those, like, whenever I have a bit of free time, I'll play through a mission and leave it at that. Out of games, so. That's about nice. it. Cool. Uh, Paul, why don't you keep going? Let's talk about games that, when you have free time, you pick up, because Monster Hunter Rise has consumed another 50 hours of my life this last week. So, that game continues to be good. Okay. Uh, this I just wanted to mention it because this is a shadow that if anybody wants to play, hit me up and we will do hunts together. Uh, nice. We'll talk about another. Sean and I will talk about another game. Let me just say that because Pac-Man 99 came. I played it last night. It was a little disappointing. In other disappointing news I played last night, Resident Evil Reverse Beta came out at midnight. So that is live for anybody who wants to try that piece of shit. That is, what is just what is this a, one? It is a deathmatch game where you play one out of, I think, five or six of the Resident Evil characters in the RE engine, which is terrible for multiplayer. 
and you are just shooting each other. And, and then when making multiplayer games. And this is the worst one that they've done by far. Ooh, really? <laughs> because it's right. so lazy. Here's it is literally question. the assets. Okay, are go any on. of them good? Yeah. Okay. Outbreak was literally just Resident Evil with four people. And then when somebody died, they turned into a zombie and you can turn on your team as they're trying to get through like Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City was fucking stupid as shit, but it was a competent enough console shooter that you could play with some buddies and have a decent time with. Uh, Resistance that came out last year had issues with uh, matchmaking, so you would pretty much always lose because anybody that played... It was an asymmetrical game, and anyone who played the uh, Mastermind role was usually like level 200, and you were stuck at like level 5, so that game became like pretty quickly impossible to play and have fun with unless you had a group yeah they umbrella core we don't talk about but <laughs> i would i will say they it feels like at least they tried to do a product with that like an actual product to sell this is literally just an asset flip where they threw a bunch of the character models together into a version of the rpd and like just let you shoot each other it's fucking stupid Nothing about it is good. Actually, probably the worst thing about it, the matches are five minutes long, which is like, okay, that's really short. Finding a match took like 10 to 15 minutes because they were having so many maintenance and server issues. So that was a real bad thing. That can be fixed, but like the core gameplay stuff is still boring. So I don't know. It, there's a reason why it's going to be a pack-in with 8. And, like, why is it going to be a pack-in with 8? Because the people that buy Resident Evil 8 aren't going to care about a fucking multiplayer cooperative shooter. <laughs> so I don't know who they're reaching out to with this. I mean, Whatever. it's probably, like, they probably know they can't sell it as a full-priced thing. So they pack it in with totally. a game that they they will sell a bunch. They get a, they get a totally. bunch of players that are just like, I'll give it a try. And then if they strike fire, they go, hey, now we can green light a full, fully fledged thing. That's that's why they do it, right? Yeah, yeah same reason Bowser's Fury came with uh, 3D World re-release. Yeah, this honestly feels like the developers and their downtime at some point were just like, let's like put this together and have some fun in the office. And then like a, somebody from corporate like walked by while they were playing it and having fun. And they're just like, hey, that's cool. Sell that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet that exact scenario yeah. happens in more game studios than you think. Just people being like, hey, we tried mixing it around and actually yep. we ended up having kind of fun with what we made. Maybe we should turn this into something. I know, like, I think of like Double Find. They have like yearly game jams within the office. And then whatever games come out of those are like, we should actually make this uh, like our next game. That's how like Iron Brigade happened. I think stacking and uh, several of the other ones. But yeah, that's that's totally that's that's also how GoldenEye's multiplayer was made. They kind of made it in like a week or two before the game was about to come out and they snuck it in. And then everyone was like, oh, shit, this is fun. I won't. I guess it's going in the main product now. Throw it in. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I guess the secret is, is that every game when you're playing it with people locally or friends can be fun. And I'm sure this is could be, too. Uh, this is only deathmatch in the beta, so I couldn't even have the luxury of inviting some buddies to like group up with me and have a fun night with. 
Um, and just in general, the gameplay is super primitive. Like it feels like an old Xbox game. Like it's a bad shooter in an engine that isn't made to be a multiplayer shooter. The if you abuse the dodge roll, you're pretty much never going to get hit by anything. And like some of the BOWs you, you turn into when you die, just like some are really good and most are incredibly bad. <laughs> it's weird. Like it feels very much like just a prototype thing that they're throwing out there and packing in. And like, I'm not mad about it. It's just, I don't understand who this is for or like why even bother, but I don't know if a few people like it, then kudos to them. I guess I don't at all. Um, Binding of Isaac repentance, new update, final update, apparently for that game, new expansion came out. Uh, I have a problem with this game. I haven't played it since this is the second expansion that like I missed. I missed the one before this as well. So I don't know what new stuff this added that hasn't been in there for four years now since 2017. So some people are like, yeah, it added like 100 items for me. It's like three or four hundred because I missed two expansions worth. Um, I couldn't tell you specifically what items or cool things this one added, but I can tell you it added a whole new set of rooms you can go through like a new path to the end game and that path is extraordinarily difficult with a lot of bullshit enemies and some cool shit in it so if you like binding of isaac you don't need me to tell you to get this because you probably have it already that's it yeah who doesn't own this game at this point pretty much yep uh the big one is i played a whole bunch of outriders nice i played some outriders okay I really like Outriders a lot, um, but I already have a grind game in Monster Hunter. <laughs> so, okay, it's hard. What are you needing to grind for? Or you just mean like to get your character I- better? Items because. and levels. Yeah. Okay. But I was just wondering, like, did you come across like a mission that was like, I just can't beat this. I got to grind up a bit. No. Just no. in general, because it's the same so it's a looter shooter it's going into an area with like a whole bunch of dudes and taking 10 minutes to kill everything and then moving on over and over and over (laughs) yeah i'm i'm kind of mixed on outriders i really like the gameplay it's the combat is really fun some of the guns you get are just silly um and, and the combos you can put together is really cool i like building up my character the story yeah. and the dialogue is so lame. <laughs> yeah, it's it is pretty not dumb. interesting at all. And also the first <clears throat> first like two areas you play through are just the the brownest, grayest Gears of War one ugly ass levels you could possibly get. And it's like this is your first foot forward. Like this is your first like probably five hours of the game. Is it just yeah. I think it's just an ugly. It's so ugly to look at. Um I just got to some new areas with some color in it, like um, like an ice mountain that had like a, a volcano in it. And I was like, wow, look, the color red, the color blue. Holy smokes. Um, so that was nice. Um, but this game is really like it's I'm, it's really good. You're fun, Outriders. It's you got good combat because that's kind of all you're really doing for me for the most part. Um, yeah, I do like it. What class are you playing? I'm playing uh, Devastator, the melee okay. tanky one. 
I'm playing Trickster, and my co-op buddy is playing the Fire one. Um, yeah, what uh, the fuck was it called? Pyromancer. Oh yeah, pretty standard name, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trickster's a lot of fun. I can basically like warp around the battlefield. Um, I have a I have a sword uh that um when it slices through people their skin and flesh disintegrate and they turn into skeletons uh which yeah. is just super satisfying to to do um Are you and playing i a heal devil may cry game because that just sounds like you just described a devil may cry game no it is definitely like a shooter like this game I, the closest game i think to it is the division um, it is, it a, is definitely not a cover based shooter. If you're using cover, you're not ready for what you're fighting. I'm I'm not, but it has yeah. cover mechanics. It even has like the hold a to move to the next cover. Like they put all the cover yeah. mechanics you would need. So it's very similar to the division, but with superpowers. I'm pretty much never using them. The covers mainly the enemies. And as the trickster, yeah. I'm just warping behind them and then slicing through three people at once as they turn into skeletons or my teammate is shooting a, an actual fire column across the field at them and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so that that's been pretty cool. I haven't the reason I haven't been playing a ton is I was waiting for my co-op partner to start it um, so we could start playing together. I was trying to matchmake because I, I was playing it solo and I kept thinking. I feel like I'm missing out on like the real outriders experience. I should have be like comboing with people, yada yada. The matchmaking is broken. It yeah, at least at least on Xbox. So, I know that it runs okay on Xbox. It's a broken, unoptimized piece of shit on PC. It has so many issues. Um, the it server issues Xbox, yeah. are a big one. Micro stutters all the time on hardware that can easily handle it. Uh, it has troubles just with DirectX 12 in general for some reason. Like, I don't know. There's weird issues with that game on PC. Uh, it makes me realize why it's not on Game Pass on PC. It probably wasn't ready <laughs> for something like that. It's definitely not, doesn't run great on it. Um. Yeah, no, it runs totally fine on Xbox except for the matchmaking. It just does not work. It will just, there's a, there's a button right there that says, let me play with a random party. Mm-hmm. It'll just, you'll just sit there forever. It, you will never connect to something. And it, and then I was looking on their Twitter to see if they like address this, if they have, you know, patch plans and they do have patch plans for next week. I guess a big patch is coming. It's actually nerfing the trickster, <laughs> which sucks. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, the, the, one of the things is like, Oh, turn off cross play. Cause this game has cross play, which is awesome. You would think that would get you more people you can match make with. They said, if you turn off cross play, you have a better chance of matchmaking. So I turn off that, that one, it will find you someone to play as it just won't connect you to them and it'll air out again. On PC, you have to turn on cross play if you want to find people. Oh, weird. So it's automatically so I, off. I, and the weirdest thing is the, um, the demo it worked. Someone just like popped up in my yeah. game at one point and it was awesome. And, and it happened to be on a mission that had a boss and it was like, this is great. But it, yep. on P- X, but right now it doesn't do anything. So I'm hoping the patch next week will let randos jump in because that's always kind of fun. Uh, but right now my, my my partner did uh did jump in uh, the game and, and so we're playing together and it's way better now. Um, um, the combat's just a, it's a good time for sure. I, I like it. Great get for Game Pass. Holy smokes. What a great this yeah. is the perfect like kind of B tier game that what a great get for Game Pass. Yeah, it's a great game. 
Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right. Right before we started this episode, I beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I did it. Hell yeah. I can't Yay. believe I did it. This is fantastic. You're free um, now. Until this fall, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when they release another one of these, that's pretty much the exact same game. Um, that never happens. What are you talking about? I was I was a little surprised. How long to beat had it at 60 hours? I finished it in 46. I don't know. I was definitely just streamlining the main missions, but I'm surprised I came in so far underneath. I need to double check a few things to see if I actually did get the ending because no credits rolled. But then again, Odyssey on purpose never showed you credits so that you would be trapped in there forever. And knowing me when the season pass goes on sale, I'll probably just pick that up so that I can play all the story content. Yeah, makes sense. Um, that ending is completely up its own ass. It is beyond goofy, even for Assassin's Creed standards. Um, but, you know, that's Assassin's Creed at this point. So either way, I'm happy that I don't need to keep playing that game anymore. I can focus on Bravely Default 2, which definitely deserves my time. Yeah. Was that sarcasm? Yes, I thought you were. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you were hitting your time there. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Um, other news: another Game Pass title is I started up a Narita Boy. Um, okay, Paul, this seems like your kind of game. I read a really terrible review about this, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Okay, I'm liking it. Um, it's very. It's weird. So it is a hack and slash game with a jump that's a little too floaty for my liking. But the combat is actually like pretty tight, uh, which mm. is really nice to see. Um, but the the premise of Narita Boy is it's like, hey, what if like the 80s and Tron. But a video game, but we're going to go like super hard into that whole aesthetic and neon and synth wave and grimy vocals coming out of your speaker because the vocals back then would have been terrible. Um, also, like, but what if, like, Tron was a religion, kind of? So you play, I guess you're a kid that gets sucked into their, like, I don't know, Apple II, it almost looks like, PC. Okay. Um, and you are Narita Boy, or as the game will often say, like, because they make the the vocals terrible on purpose oh god yeah um and then so you're you're the narita boy and there's like a weird cult religion in the machine that you need to like fight like the technomancer yada yada and they worship the neon gods and there's all these like monks and and neon shit it's it was literally like if tron but everyone was in like a white robe and and going on and and but it's a hack and slash game you get like a laser beam sword that turns into a shotgun i guess too it's goofy it is just kind of a weird game that they're like what if we just like wrote a whole bunch of lore for this shit that you're not even going to understand because it sounds like nonsense it's a super weird game um but it's like i'm okay like i'm getting through it and I'm kind of like what's going on. The music's awesome. And then every now and then your character will just do like a dance solo. Mm. I don't know. The tone of the game is like all over the place. Um, <laughs> okay. 
What ha- what is the thing that happens when you die? When you die, the thing throws up the horns and it says like rest in power and then you like reload. So it, <laughs> okay. it's kind of like a um what was the far it's kind of like a far cry blood dragon take on like the 80s where they're like leaning into the like wackiness of it but at the same time they're going like super hard and like straight faced about like the computer religion inside the circuit boards and we, the mother we gotta we gotta save the motherboard not a yada yada whatever skulls I, it's it's weird the tone i don't exactly get the tone but i'm like i'm kind of picking up what it's putting down so that's on game pass um that's narita boy if you like synthwave if you really like the intro sequence to Stranger Things, this is your game. Hmm. So I would so recommend it. So it does sound interesting. I have heard, though, that it's all substance and the gameplay is shit. So I have to try it out to know for myself, I guess. Yeah, I'm liking the combat. Again, the jump is a bit too floaty for my like. So. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so at some point I'll just load it up and see. Yeah, what do you have to lose? I think it's at least worth playing like 30 minutes, you know, get to like the first boss and then you'll kind of kind of get the whole vibe of like what it's presenting. And it kind of makes me think a little bit more about um, Genesis Noir, another game I'm kind of slowly poking at of it's like it is a lot of style, maybe maybe more style than substance. Uh, Because I do think Narita Boy's best foot forward is kind of the aesthetics it is in the presentation. Sure, It definitely seems like it from like the little bit I've seen screenshots and stuff of it. Cool. Uh, Okay, if that's all we played, let's do some news. Short news week. So this first one's not exactly news, but I just needed to bring it to everyone's attention. Uh, A trailer came out for a game called Harold Halibut. This trailer okay. looks incredible. What? This is trailer of the week, as far as I'm concerned. It's stop motion claymation. It looks like it's an adventure game. But I just here's your PSA trailer of the week. Everyone needs to go to YouTube at some point after they've finished listening to this podcast twice through all the ad breaks um, and <laughs> search for Harold Halibut. There you go. It That's is definitely the, neat looking. It looks so good. Like this doesn't even look like a game. This looks like a movie or something coming out. Yep. It looks so good. So huh. there's your, there's your trailer of the week. I'll see you next week okay. with a new trailer of the week, I guess. Um, E3, we got a bit of some updates last week, but we got some confirmation um, from the ESA. E3 is happening this summer, June 12th to 15th. In a free virtual event, it'll include companies such as Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft. They still put out stuff every now and then. Besides Pachinko Machines? Yeah, they usually put out like a collection and there's still Pro Evolution Soccer, I think. I don't think they gave that one up yet. All the most exciting stuff, yeah. Yeah, it still sells. (laughs) Uh, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, and Warner Brothers... No Sony on the list, which makes sense. Sure. They, I mean, they they weren't there. Kinda... They weren't there the last full year, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But then again, didn't Nintendo duck out as well? But their name's on the list. That, that's true. So hmm. 
who knows? Um, again, the information we got last week is that a bunch of publishers are going to still kind of do their own things as well. Um, but regardless, uh, that is June 12th to 15th reimagined all virtual event. Uh, so get excited for that, I guess. I'm curious to see what this thing looks like. Uh, Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade had like a stealth super drop on Friday, I believe. They came out with a couple new games, uh, and then they also released, I guess, a new tier of games on the service that um, they're calling Timeless Classics and App Store Greats. Those are the two new categories. And it's a bunch of like pretty good arcade or uh, mobile games from the past that are now like a plus edition where they took out all the microtransactions. Um, mm. So like a lot of Zach Gage's games, like really bad chess, flip flop, solitaire, mini metros on this thing. They all have like a plus edition now where you can basically play the game, but with none of the in-app purchase nonsense, uh, monument Valley, uh is part of that as well there's a there's a bunch they dropped like it was like it was, it was like 20 or 60 i can't remember what the name the number was they added 30 more games on friday um mm. which was just kind of cool cool for me who subscribes to apple arcade um and then they did un- drop um some pretty uh big like brand new stuff um that uh RPG that everyone was excited about, Phantasm or something like that. I just look at my phone instead of the article. What's that game called? Fantasian by the guy who mm. made Final Fantasy and Lost Odyssey. That, that okay. was released. Uh, a mm. new game from Platinum Games, World of Demons, got a net, got a uh, dropped on there. A uh, what? Are, what are those Japanese drum games? One of those got dropped. Taiko Drum Master. Ty- yeah, there's a, there's one of those on there now. So some cool games came out on Friday that I'm sure you will get on Switch in six to twelve months. <laughs> so, I'm still waiting for that Choo yeah. Rocket Universe that never came out. Sad about that. I'm, uh, I'm just give it some time. I bet it'll happen. They seem to be fine with that. Speaking of waiting for stuff to come out, Deadly Premonition Two is coming to Steam this year. Yeah, Did I feel pretty fucking burned about that. Fix it. <laughs> Let's hope this one is like runs better. I'm I'm I don't know what the switch version is at this point. I stopped paying attention months ago. Yeah, same. Paul, did you buy the switch version? Yep. Oh, okay. I thought you were waiting. So this was like great news for you. No, complete waste of money. Fuck that game. Fuck that studio. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. I don't know. That is a bummer. I should go back and see if they fixed the uh, Switch version. I'm kind of interested, too. I haven't kept up with it either, honestly. That's that. That's the other thing, though. I, now that I'm remembering it, the last time I did go back, the um, missions still sucked. It was still like, oh. shoot, shoot six squirrels <laughs> that blend right into this grass texture. Yeah, that's not going to get fixed. <laughs> exactly. So it's... Yeah. Honestly, I should probably just watch a YouTube video so I can just see the story. That's probably what I should be doing. Yeah, true. All right. And last one. This is just a fun story. 
a while back, they announced that MLB The Show was going to be no longer exclusive to Sony <laughs> platforms. And that was a big yeah. deal. It had been a, a PlayStation title forever and that it was becoming a uh, cross platform. It was going to work. It was going to play on Xbox. And they were going to release that, uh, which which is crazy. Uh, Sony's had the baseball game forever. This has been the one you want. You get a Sony. You want it. You get a PlayStation if you want to play baseball games. Microsoft has now secured that MLB the show is coming to Game Pass on day one. Yeah. That's so fucking funny to me. Sony called it, them up and you're like, you know, they're like, you know what? Actually, bring that truck here. It's fine. That truck of money. You can dump it in the back. You can have the game. Um. Well, so the interesting thing is that um, it's being published by Sony on PlayStation. MLB is publishing itself on Xbox. So the, sure. the Game Pass deal is actually just with MLB. Yeah. Um, so it kind of seems like MLB eventually they must have gotten out of an exclusive contract that they had. Like it, it, it ran out or expired in some way. And they're like, well, we want baseball on as much as we can. So, yeah, we're putting it on Xbox now that we don't have this exclusivity. And then Microsoft must have opened up their wallet, their huge ass wallet and been like, hey, what do you guys think about a uh, Game Pass day one? Um which I think is just so funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Who do you think it's, has more money, Sony or MLB? Like, who's the bigger fish? Probably MLB, right? Probably MLB, yeah. I would say MLB. Yeah. Um, I, w- I almost wonder if that board meeting was like, or like, we're going to do this, or Sony could just not have the right to publish MLB at all. You make the call. It's like, okay, you can go to Xbox too. It's fine. <laughs> It's weird, like, yeah. it's, there are so many things to point to, because, like, this isn't coming out on PlayStation Now. It's not being given nope. off on PlayStation Plus. Game Pass is, like, not even stealthily becoming a threat. It is a threat. Sure. It has knocked down the door. It has been a threat for for a long time now. And the 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 vibe I'm getting is Sony is just letting this happen. I don't think they have a choice. Because if they did, they would not. <laughs> There's they no have way. PlayStation now. They have the same service set up. They are just not going for. They're just not pushing it hard. Like I'm. I'm yeah. so curious what the the communication over at that company is. Someone's got to be saying, "Why are we letting this happen?" Like, and I guess they're just saying, "Like, hey, our consoles outsell them. That's good enough for us." Yeah, but I think, I think it was, they've uh, always had that stance, though, haven't they? Well, not in the PS3 era where they were not winning, mm. but I guess since PS4, yes, they've been winning. But uh, this it was weird when MLB The Show got announced for Xbox. It's fucking funny now that it's Game Pass Day One. Yeah. Um, you also have to wonder, anyone who's picking up a PlayStation, if baseball's kind of their only game, maybe PlayStations are hard to find. Maybe they just go get themselves an Xbox Series S, save $100, $200, pay five bucks for MLB The Show. Yeah. That seems like a likely scenario. I wouldn't be surprised. It's easier to get an Xbox than a PlayStation. Yeah, true. I, I feel like there's still some brand loyalty in play there, though. Totally. Sure. Yeah. But if you, but is the brand loyalty PlayStation or baseball video games? Mm, I see your question there. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I don't know. I thought to myself, like, oh, Game Pass, maybe I'll maybe I'll play MLB the show. But then I was like, I don't want to play a baseball game at all. There's a reason I haven't been buying these. Yeah. So I ask you, you, Paul, are you going to be our baseball correspondent? <laughs> no. Or nope. John, you have Game Pass. Are you going to be our baseball correspondent? Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I could play this on my Android phone using Xbox Cloud Gaming. There you go. That's the way I'm going to report back. Like, yeah, MLB the show sucked. I can't see wherever I hit the ball <laughs> on my little screen. That's Here's another thing. What if it runs better on Xbox consoles? There's no way. There's no what, way. What if it did? What Like, just what if? Imagine that for a second. Close funny. your eyes and just think. What if that thing runs better on the Series X than the PlayStation 5? Then someone is going to get fired. Or uh, or the other way. What if it like runs like absolute dog shit on an Xbox? That's platform? more likely, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm so I'm so curious. What a weird thing. All right, let's do some questions. If you would like to send in questions, it's top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel or John's P.O. Box. This first one comes in from Kevin. And they write after months of daily training. I am finally able to do an average amount of push-ups. What is something you strive to be okay at? I'm curious. What do you, how much do you guys think an average amount of push-ups is? How much push-ups do you think Kevin's doing on the daily? Are we talking like a set or are we just, I'm assuming they're quantifying it by like in one go before they need a break. Okay. So a set. Yeah. A set. Uh, Yeah. Uh, 40 what okay. <laughs> no i don't think that's high i think that's higher well, not than not like if they're doing multiple sets then no but if they're just doing one just one big group 40 push-ups is not easy i was gonna say like 15 i was yeah i said so 20, i thought i was maybe i thought i was lowballing at 25 but you said 40 yeah that's what i said okay. i thought i was lowballing at 25 so i went with 40 all right do 40 right now i don't believe you can do it I mean, I can't do a push-up properly, anyways. So, but if okay, you want, but, but a regular, uh, <laughs> okay. Paul, what's your guess? What's an average amount of push-ups? I mean, I guess probably like I guess twenty to maybe he's pushing himself to between ten and twenty seems like it's probably average. Like at ten is where I start to get like really fucked. Like I can't do more than ten. In see, a I was gonna, see, I said fifteen, thinking like. That's probably a bit high for the average person. Maybe average is actually. I think the average person should be able to do 10. That's. Yeah. Like that. With. Like, okay, without any weird disabilities or any like breathing heart arrhythmias, anything like that, just an average person should probably be able to do at least 10. I I would hope. But I mean, I would think, right? Um. See, this is the information Kevin should have included. Should have been bragging I mean, a little okay, bit. Okay, let's see. The average amount of... Pu- I'm, I'm on Google now. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. Because 20 felt like something like to strive for, maybe. Like, after months of training, I can do 20 in a set. It's like, Jesus, all right. Good for you. <laughs> That's double than I could do, so... It's also going to depend on your push age. Push up test norms for men. Uh, yeah, it depends on the age. Okay, Okay, let's assume that this person, based on the metrics I get from YouTube of who's watching these podcasts, 
They're so is inner, that 20 to 29 or 30 to 39? 20 to 29. The average yeah. amount of push ups someone from 20 to 29 should be able to do is 17 to 29. Okay. To 29. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now that should be able to do. That's what they're saying is, is should. I'm going to assume yeah. it's a bit less than that for the actual average Joe on the street. So Above 15 average, was a good 30 guess. to 39 and good is 39 to 47 and excellence. I mean, because keep in mind also 2029, 20, that's like your peak fitness, right? Yeah, that's true. That's that's your body firing on all cylinders. I don't know that I could ever easily do 20, even when I was peak. I think my record <laughs> that I've ever done when I was like doing a lot of pushups was around 40 at once. Sure. Okay. But, but that was a long time ago. I don't really do a lot of push-ups these days. Well, thirty to thirty-nine average is thirteen to twenty-four. So, shout what out is something to, that shout out to very poor for sixty to sixty-five being zero, as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Suku Suku. A couple Wait, of we questions. We didn't even answer the question. Hmm? Oh, we didn't. You're right. No, I just asked you guys what you thought an average amount of push. Oh, I thought that what is was something a question. you strive to be OK at. Sleeping. That oh, would be yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be so good at sleeping, man. Now, like I could do it anywhere. Now it's like, yeah, I, I got to make sure I go to bed. Right. Because I'm going to I'm going to wake up at the same time regardless I could be worse, um, though. I could, I could be my girlfriend. For the last few months, it's been cooking. Because I've always been able to make food and eat it and make it edible. But I've been, like, actually striving to make food that's, like, I could present it to somebody. So that's the thing. is I think I would describe myself as okay. But I but I th- feel like you're going for, like, good. For so good? I would bet okay. you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Something you strive to be okay. I gotta rethink this then now. Here's one. And... I already do consider myself above average on this one, but I don't want to get less than okay driving. Yeah. Like, for example, in California, to get your driver's license here, you don't have to parallel park. Is that not absurd? That is weird, but parallel parking sucks anyway, so. Well, so like me, because I don't drive very regularly now, I parallel park whenever I have the chance because I don't want to lose that skill. Mm. Sure. I will go out of my way to do a parallel park because I, I want to keep that skill. Um, but yeah, on their driving that, test down that's here, a little weird. they just have to go. <laughs> they have to drive up alongside a curb and back up without touching the curb for 10 feet. That's the hardest thing on their driving test. That would explain some of the people I've seen drive around in California. That yep. makes sense. Yep. Something I strive to be okay at. And... Anything else for you, John? Anything else you want to be okay at? I feel like sleep is is already the pinnacle of where I can where I am. Yeah, I can go anywhere past that. I would like to be okay at having a consistent cleaning routine. Yeah, that would be nice because the consistency is the hard part for me. Sure. Okay. Suku Suku writes, favorite depiction of a save spot? Oh, good question. What? Oh, favorite depiction spot. Yeah. Yeah, like Yakuza has phones. 
I like yeah, what are Final good. Fantasy VII Remake did, where they took the symbol for the actual saves from Seven and just put them on benches. Yeah. I thought that was actually really cool. I liked that okay. too, actually. Yeah, that's that's that a nice. good one. Where are some other save spots? I mean, the lamest answer is like the glowing orb, right? That you just like walk into in like an RPG and now you can save there. Oh. That's what like Bravely Default does. Uh, I remember Tales of Vesperia did that. This question has made me realize I don't see save spots very often because everything kind of just auto saves now. Sure. And checkpoints, which is kind of interesting. That's a different like conversation. This is kind of an interesting one. Um, so for the longest time, like in Resident Evil, you use ink ribbons. I thought it was cute that in Resident Evil 7, it's tapes that like you collect and put into a tape recorder to record your progress. I thought that those were neat. Wait, wasn't it typewriters in Resident Evil? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that you said you said ink ribbons? So we don't use ink ribbons in typewriters and a typewriter. Sorry, I I heard ribbons. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ink, ink ribbons in typewriters. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm basically just saying is that I like they kind of did a little bit of a more modern version of that for when they went back to that idea in the more modern game. I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah. In the chat, no more heroes with their uh, uh, the bathroom. bathroom. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, people, a lot of people are saying the mother three frogs. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, next question from Suku Suku. Oh, no. Earth hit a big Mandela hole, and now every movie is now a video game and vice versa. You and only you kept the memories of video games as they once were. However, now there's a new world of new video games to play and movies to watch. As you explore this new world, you see technology is unchanged with video games coming into existence where it should have. Some of the irregularities of this transition have been smoothed out with time paradoxes getting reversed so they no longer are. Movies are still standard length. Video games may be shorter on average, but the actual question after all of that is... What video games would make the best movies and which movies transition to games the easiest? Yeah, I think they were basically just setting up like you don't have to worry about weird things yeah. getting broken. Just answer this next question. <laughs> yep. For sure. Video games would make the best movies. I still so, think there should be a good Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, or it's game. That, that Wait, no, that would be that would be movie to game. So yeah, so, that's so, the second question. That's the second question. What movies transition to games? Well, I want to answer that anyways. Edge of Tomorrow should be would make an easy game. Yeah. It's literally sure. already set up to like you die and then checkpoint. Um, I feel like for a lot of the for the first question here, games to movies, a lot of the easy stuff would be more on the kind of visual novel walking simulator s- side since they're pretty narrative focused anyways. Yep. And I haven't played the game yet, but that 12 minutes game, the the premise of that seems like that would be a really cool movie. Yep. If anyone's looked at those trailers, um, any telltale game along with what you're saying, which is basically a visual novel. Uh, yep. David Cage games are basically just movies that you interact with, essentially. Yeah, I mean, th- these almost feel just like against the spirit of the question. They're layups. They're yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
So if I'm going to try something a little harder, I'm going to say Mass Effect. Yeah. Because now I'm just picking the which game narratives and stories do I like, and I like Mass Effects. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what the question becomes at that point. It's like, what would you watch a movie of? I could even see, like, The Division being just another lame action movie that's, like, that shows up on Netflix every three weeks and happens to have, you know, one of the Hemsworth brothers in it. Yeah. Final Fantasies. Movies to games would be kind of interesting, though. I would love, and I think this would be kind of quirky, but almost anything from Wes Anderson would be just a fun point-and-click adventure game. I've got the weird problem, but most of the movies I think of already have like some sort of tie into them. Like I was like, oh yeah, the uh, Marvel movies would be great games. Yeah, they made a bunch of those. Yeah, that exists. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like an actual shooter of John Wick would be an easy video game. Sure, yeah. But that hex bullshit. What about what if you took knives out and you made it like a board game? Yeah. (laughs) And you have to figure out who the murderer was, what room they used, and and the weapon. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. That would never work. Okay. You're right. Let me tell you about this movie called Clue. (laughs) And then I turn it into a movie. Yeah. Endings were different. And then what if it was on a train? (laughs) Okay. And Chris Evans starred in it, and it was Snowpiercer. What? Yeah, I knew that, where you that, were going. <laughs> that did not go in the direction I expected. Never mind. Hey, it all, I connected all the dots. Yep. Every I actually one. saw, like, the matrix of where he was going with that, and it was really <laughs> fucking weird. I was waiting on children. the Orient, Murder of the Orient Express. That's what I was sitting on. Oh, okay. That would make way more sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I started laughing. I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's where that's, I went first. That's that's definitely where I, I touched yeah, that's on what I thought. Briefly. That's why I started yeah. laughing. And then you went to Snowpiercer. I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, VGC Kenny writes in and says, for reasons, I went over the other language names for Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts with my friends. We were determined that the best name for that game was the German one. Banjo-Kazooie Screwloose. What are some other games you know a different language title for, and are they better? By the way, in French, it has the English Nuts and Bolts, followed by that in French. So the full French name when translated is Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, Nuts and Bolts. Just thought I'd share that. It might just be a Quebec thing. That actually might just be a Quebec thing, since in Canada, we often get both of them on there. A lot of the advertising is bilingual, so that could just be a Quebec thing. I'm going to say Bionic Commando being Hitler's resurrection top secret. Oh, yeah. That's the actual Japanese name. Uh, I don't uh, think anything's going to beat that. See, the problem is, anytime I think of this, my mind immediately jumps to Fast and the Furious in Japan. Which is what? Uh, it's like Sky Mission or something like that? I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up here. I need no, to... I think you're thinking of Mission Impossible. Wild Speed. Wild Speed. Okay, Wild I think speed, there is a okay. Mission Impossible that has, like, Sky Mission as the thing. 
Yeah, Fast and the Furious is Wild Speed. Too Fast, Too Furious is Wild Speed X2. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is Wild Speed X3 Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious is Wild Speed Max. Fast 5 is Wild Speed Mega Max. Fast and Furious 6, Wild Speed Euro Mission. Furious 7, Wild Speed Sky Mission. Oh, no, you're totally right. It was one, yeah. Now that that's familiar, yep. I forget what 8's name was. <clears throat> I just keep Eight, thinking of like nine? different. Hmm? Wild speed jet break. Nice. <laughs> the problem is, is I keep thinking of just like alternate names for games and not like their name in a different language. Like, what are you thinking of? Like Probotector <laughs> for Contra. <laughs> and like Fahrenheit and Indigo Prophecy, like that sort of thing. Which is well, no, like so Fahrenheit and of- Prophecy, that was based in uh, different countries. So that, right, but that, it's not a language counts. thing. It was uh, more because they didn't want to be associated with Fahrenheit 9-11 in the States. So, sure. like, it's yeah. kind of... A, that's why it's like, this is... I'm thinking along the wrong lines here. So well, no, I, I think th- you're thinking along the right lines, because it's not like Screw Loose was a translation error. Yeah, that's definitely a stylistic choice. Yeah, like they're changing it. Yeah. And it's not like Bionic Commando was a translation error for Resurrection Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, do you have any others? I feel like you would have a bunch of these stored I'm in your head. I'm trying to think, but like my mind immediately just filled it up with all the Fast and Furious ones, and that was it. And there was no space for anything else. No, it's just no more room. Did you know in, in Japan, Pokemon is pocket monsters wow oh. you know that it's puckman <laughs> originally paku paku oh in oh. the japanese style okay rinku yeah. writes what's the last time you were excited for a mobile release be it a new game or a port <clears throat> excited for is a real strong term um, yeah, that's a stretch. I want to see what those Final Fantasy like battle royale and shit are. I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but like I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> C- curious, really, more than anything. Yeah, yeah. I was excited. Like maybe Lara Croft Go because I liked Hitman Go so much that I was stoked for another one of those. Sure, good answer. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's uh, this is an easier question for me since I have Apple Arcade and they just drop stuff that I'm excited about pretty regularly. But I was looking forward to Fantasian pretty much any time there's a new animated design game dropped in Apple Arcade. I get excited. Um, oh, maybe as well, Reigns. If, Reigns, sure. Yep. There's a Reigns in Apple Arcade. Um, I think there's a Reigns Plus also now in Apple Arcade. Mm. Um, I'm also a fan of mobile ports, so if there's like a PC game that I'm interested in or whatnot, and it turns out there's a mobile version of it, it's like, oh, great, even better. So there is no game, for example. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. 
uh, Lineback, with how the 2009 Game of the Year podcast went, do you believe that your 2010 selves have similar tastes in games compared to your present selves? Probably, honestly, yeah. Wait, yeah, they're asking, is, our t- is 2010 closer to our 29 selves than it is now? Oh, compared say, yeah. to your present. I would say oh, my yeah. 2010 self has a similar taste to my 2009 self. Sure. I mean, that just makes sense. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's closer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's my guess. But hey, maybe we'll find out in the future. Ooh. Who knows? Uh, and Boko writes in and says, what's the last news article or game or event that made you go, whoa, whoa, slow down there, bud. Accent included. Whoa, whoa, slow down there, bud. For me, I saw an article from a band saying that they are releasing seven new albums this October. Wait, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's impressive. Also, what are they referencing with the accent? I don't know. <laughs> so you just picked an accent? I did. It just I I remember it from like the the female Ghostbusters movie when Dan Aykroyd was like, "Whoa, whoa, slow down!" There. I got a I got a, like a, a New York accent. Oh, okay, that kind of thing. Even though that was definitely right. a New Yorker accent, but. Uh, today there was a Grant Kirkhope posted on his Twitter that he got punched in the face and the person who did it said that's for making the DK rap posted a picture <laughs> of himself bloody. And then like 20 minutes later, he's like, no, nah, I just got no surgery. Okay. I, I sent that to a friend right before the show being like, is this real? Yeah. And, then, and I thought to myself, the fact that the, the person would have to know who Grant Kirkhope is and what he looks like, that would take a very specific person. But then again, getting that angry about the DK rap would also would have be that to be person. a very specific person. Yeah, that, yeah. exactly. But no, it, it was fake. He 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 was joking. But a lot of people okay. took it seriously, so he's like, oh shit. No, no, don't worry, I just had surgery. Uh, the MLB one, I don't know if I would say when like f- went slow down there bud but i definitely went like wait what hang on did i read that right yeah i mean that's probably the most recent like okay that's fucking weird so yeah, i'm trying to think because I, I feel like there's been a few of them in news lately and i'm kind of trying to like scroll back all the GameStop stuff was pretty, like, weird. Oh, probably the Sinking City stuff for me. That sure, was, that was fucking super weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you know what another good one was? Was um, Cyberpunk getting hacked. And now that actually, that did happen. <laughs> yeah. And it sucked for a lot of those people. But that was definitely like, is this a fake, weird ARG? Is this fake? It just came at on? the worst time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was weird. That's that was another super weird one. Uh, that's going to do it for questions. If you would like to send in a question for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Monster Hunter. I guess Pac-Man 99. Can I say the Harold Halibut trailer? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, you I'm going to give it to You did the press play to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I did. But then but then I didn't do anything interactive at that point. You you so didn't rewind it? it? No. Mm. That sounds like a you problem. I couldn't disturb that. I put it on full screen and then I sit there quietly for two and a half minutes. Um, no, it's Outriders. Uh, 
It's a little bit of housekeeping. Our Game of the Year 2009 episode that was referenced in this very emails segment uh, is up. It's live. You should go check it out. If you haven't, go look at our Patreon for that. Uh, it was a good time. It was a it was a fun episode. I think you'll like it. If you like all the other Game of the Year episodes, this one's very similar. But, <laughs> yeah, but dumber. Yeah, definitely um, was dumber. For I sure. I can agree with but that. it was fun to kind of reliving that yeah. and, and seeing where we well, all were. Well, I think the fact that you had the... your list from 2009 <laughs> also made that really good with all the write-ups that you did back then, too. Yeah, yeah. I have my yeah. list from 2008 as well. Ooh. For, for the record. I think that's the, as far back as they go, unfortunately. But anyway. Um, and uh, as for usual, keep uh, an eye out for Umarangi Generation, which will be later this month. But until then, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye, everybody.